From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all trading lower, and we are brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR. ETF Stocks slipping in light trading, falling for the first time in six days as investors weigh the potential for further gains with shares near records. S&P 500 index lower now by five points to 2158, down two tenths of one percent. NASDAQ down nine, also a drop of two tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials down eight, a drop of less than 0.1 percent. Tenure down 18.30 seconds, yield there 1.59 percent. Gold lower by 450 the ounce to 13.27 a drop of three-tenths of one percent. Crude oil up today, uh, very close to $46 a barrel right now, forty-five ninety-eight up 30 cents. That is a gain of six-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Nintendo. Yes, Nintendo, the maker of the popular Pokemon Go mobile game. The shares of Nintendo are up nearly 90% in the eight days since the game's launch. Indeed, Pokemon Go has uh, been responsible for, in some cases, grown men falling off of cliffs in California and angry residents even hurling eggs at crowds of monster hunters in Australia. But does this mean that you should buy the stock of Nintendo? And what's the future of video gaming? We've got Gus Tai. He is a general partner at Trinity Ventures to tell us more. He joins us from Menlo Park, California, and he can be followed at Trinity Ventures on Twitter. Gus Tai, thanks for being with us. As a general partner at Trinity Ventures, do you wish that you invested in the company that made Pokemon Go? Tim, it's great to reconnect with you. Uh, indeed, I would very much would have uh, loved to have been an investor in that company. That company is a spin out of out of Google, so I wonder what Google is thinking about that spin out. Tell us about Pokemon Go and some of the details for people that have not attempted to play it. Yes, Pokemon Go is a real phenomenon. Uh, it, it's a game that's a mobile game that was launched last week. And uh, as of today, according to SurveyMonkey, there are 25 million people who play this every single day. And that's, uh, for context, is 5 million more people than all the people in New York State. 
it's the combined total population of the 10 largest cities. So it's quite amazing. And, and the nature of the game is that when you open it up and you walk around and you use it like a mapping software, like a Google Maps or Apple Maps or, uh, or Waze, these objects will appear, and they're Pokemon animals. Uh, now, Pokemon is a type of card game and video game, and for those of you who don't know it, it's around collecting pets that you grow. Uh, and it has a really neat known IP, uh, intellectual property around the item, and uh, it harkens back memories of childhoods for people who are older, and for younger people who watch cartoons, they can really relate to the characters. Now, the shares of uh, of, of Nintendo, they really only receive a portion of Pokemon Go's total revenues, right? Because they've got a, like a third stake in the Pokemon company and then what, an estimated maybe 5 to 10% stake in the actual game developer, Niantic. Yes. Yes, and, and so so the, the, there's a good question for how much Nintendo stock should rise. Uh, and and if you were to argue it was unfairly and lowly priced before, this may be awakening of the market. If you felt it was properly priced, adding $10 billion of value for the cash flow stream that they would be receiving from this title might be a bit of a stretch. I think the analogy for how to think about cash flow would be the company called Supercell, which has the top-selling game prior to Pokemon Go called Clash of Clans on both the Android and on the uh, iOS. That title uh, probably produces over a billion dollars of revenue a year and huge amounts of profits. Uh, last year, in fact, the company Supercell, which only makes three titles, reported $2.3 billion in revenue off of three titles with $900 million of profit. If, for sure, if Nintendo were able to have one or two titles that would have this type of retention and have that type of cash flow stream flowing to them, it'd be easy to understand that 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 increase in share price. Uh, on the other hand, if they're not getting the full cut of profits, then you may have some questions about the price revenue, price earning multiples of the stock. Now, Augusta, I know that you've been doing this as a venture capitalist for more than two decades. I'm not trying to, to, <laughs> to date you here, but uh, uh, is your phone uh, and your email box getting clogged with offers for copycat-like games? I'm getting phone calls and have also reached out to developers develop that indeed that's the case. The, the this is so striking, and the game is very well designed in many ways, that this is just a new type of gameplay. This is, this is a new genre that will lead to many, many blockbuster titles over the next five years. So anyone who's a game developer should be paying attention to this, and indeed they are. You describe it as geocaching. How do you describe it in English? Yes, yes, I, uh, that was the nerd in me. The easy way to describe it in English is that the core premise of Pokemon Go is to go on a treasure hunt. So you, you're walking around and you have clues for where to look. In this case, it's a clue of some item that appears on your map and you go there and you find it. And then in addition, you collect things and then you level things. That is, you grow items. And those are very common game mechanics. Scavenger hunts or treasure hunts are very popular uh, but not very common or active because they're too hard to set up. Uh, millions of people do play them every year, but not collectively. Uh, and Pokemon Go unlocks that. Do you believe that Pokemon Go could increase its revenue by organizing joint ventures with advertising and sponsors uh, who are part of the location-based game? Yeah, for sure. So what's fascinating is 
that the game right now is the number one grossing title in iOS and I believe in Android, which if it's on par with Clash of Clans, it might be doing three to four million dollars of revenue a day uh, in a very profitable way. And so that creates the incentive uh, for other people to try to tap in, into those monetary flows. So you could have advertisers. I'm hearing of companies, uh, of, um, of businesses. Business, the game allows a business to create over a period of time a new Pokemon that you, could, you can collect and put up a signal, a flare, to go to their business to go collect on it. And, uh, and so businesses are actually using this as a business function. And the last note I would mention is Yelp, I think yesterday, released a checkbox to say, is this restaurant near a Pokemon stop? So Pokemon video games and restaurants all coming together. Thanks very much. Gus Tai, general partner, Trinity Ventures in Menlo Park, California. This is Taking Stock, and this is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll be speaking with the former Undersecretary of Commerce for the Clinton administration. We'll find out how the U.S. presidential election will affect technology policy. That's coming up next. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.